Hello. Welcome to What's My Name's Yours. My name is Jesse. This is a very calm voice you have today. Yeah, we're going to relax today. Oh, it feels so cozy in mm, here. So nice. It's like fall time, winter time bliss. You know what brings me bliss? What? Traditions. I love traditions. Let's talk about that. Let's do it. Traditions we had growing up. I remember my dad would always read the story of Jesus. We always did puzzles in Thanksgiving time. That was like the tradition of my mom's side family. And these aren't like little rinky-dink everyday puzzles. No. 2,000 piece plus puzzles only. I don't know. I feel like they've gotten a little lax then because they're usually 500 or 1,000. Really? Yeah. They're not out there doing 10,000 piece puzzles. I mean, for sure not. For other holidays, did you have any other traditions? Easter, not really much. Sometimes we would have eggs around the yard and find them. Usually there'd be like a verse in one and then a dollar in another and some candy in another one. Well, for my Easter's, we would usually hang out with my cousins and aunts and uncles and like my dad's side of the family. Yeah. And in our Easter egg hunt, we had a name egg, which had a dollar for each of us. And like, if you found somebody else's name egg, you could not pick it up, mm. but you could tell them where it was. That's and good. there was also a golden egg. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, that one have it. Like five bucks and candy. Whoa. And, and anyone could pick that one up. Yes. That's good that they had individual eggs, like four people, because then no one's the loser. Right. I think when... you'll always get candy and at least a dollar. Yeah. I think when it comes to celebrating things with children, you need to give them a sure win. Yeah. Because <laughs> no one, no one enjoys losing. Yes. That's no fun. And for Thanksgiving, we would have cinnamon rolls and watch the parade. You did you do monkey run? No, that was for Christmas. Okay, that's only Christmas. Okay. And that wasn't a forever tradition. No. That started after my granddad died, I think. Oh. I might have been when he was living with us, but yeah, definitely after we moved back to Florida. That was your immediate family that would do that. Yes, and monkey. We always got new jammies, and we weren't opening them until Christmas Eve, oh. which is like. It's not my not my choice, which is why um, we now yeah. do the December box. It's so good. We have a box designated for all of our family-oriented goodies that we can either be comfy in, eat, or Yeah, enjoy. so I actually got this idea from Natalie Bennett. She's on YouTube. She's got a Patreon, like, very cozy, comfortable, simple mm. living. And she's been doing it since her seven-year-old twins were born. Mm. And they do, like, all their seasonal mugs go in there. Jammies, snacks. Useful things. Yeah. Ours also has some specific Christmas books. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. I think... That's a new thing... tradition for our family. Yeah. The great thing about that, too, is you get to start kind of earlier in the season because... Mm -hmm. You're already at the end of December when Christmas comes around. Exactly. If you have to wait till Christmas Eve, you get to wear them for like a week and then it's out of fashion. But also they're pajamas, so like no one cares. No. You can wear pajamas. If you're wearing pajamas, you're usually in your house already. Yeah. So who cares? Dress how you want in your house. Yes. Be comfy in your house. Yes. That's something we strive for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if we're in our house, 
I either have less clothes than normal or have comfier clothes than normal. Yes, and we welcome anyone in our home to act the same way. Yeah, I really feel like when people come over, I have this weird feeling of like, they need to be more comfy. Yeah, we had someone over the other day and they kept their shoes on and were standing up and I was like, sit down, like make yourself comfortable, (laughs) relax. They really need to. I can't. I I think I relax less when I know other people are like not relaxing. So, what are some non-holiday related traditions you have, or someone could have? Hmm. We used to uh, go to I think Uncle Jeff and Aunt Shelley's house uh, every summer uh, when we were growing up. It was very vi- uh, much of a vague memory, but I do remembering. I do remembering. <laughs> do you? Golly. I remember digging a very large hole, and we called it the coffin hole. <laughs> That's a terrible name. We built, like, a like huge, like, wooden structure around it and made it even deeper, and it was, like, just a hole. And we loved building holes, and there was a lot of caves around Lakanto as well, so it was kind of a, I think, something we were, like, building our own cave of sorts. That sounds But it's so terrifying. dangerous because... The sand down there was not very structural. It's not like clay up here in Tennessee. It's dirt, and it falls down no matter what, pretty much. So we only dug it straight down. I think that was wise. What about you? Well, I was not digging holes in my summer. (laughs) We would spend a week with my immediate cousins, so my first cousins. Yeah. And then we would spend an additional week in North Carolina. That's nice. But that wasn't until, like, 2010 we started doing that. Hmm. Well, cookie day is Yes. I think of. Oh, cookie day is my all-time favorite tradition. Which we kind of are trying to hold to yeah. do uh, on ourselves now because most of the people who we do it with are in Florida now. Yeah, we moved, so it is on us to keep it up. But we have new people to do it with. Yeah. And... The way cookie day goes, Mm -hmm. for anyone who's interested, is everybody rolls out some shaped sugar cookies and we decorate them. Mm -hmm. And then each person can decide to make an additional flavor, whatever cookie, cake ball, fudge, bark, Christmas treat you want. And then at the end of the day... You box up all the different flavors and make your own take-home kit. Yeah, everyone gets to try everyone's cookies, and it's just wonderful because you get cookies all season long. Yeah. Also, pro tip, if you make cookies at the beginning of December, they will keep in the freezer for three months. It's literally all of your cold months, so you get to be able to have them until March comes around. You're just yeah, like, put it in your cocoa. Well, maybe, or in March, yeah. I love cookies. That's something I really hold dear because when I first started dating Hope, I got to be a part of that year's cookie day. Yes. And you also asked my dad if you could marry me that on cookie day. Cookie day. So it also has a beautifully fond memory. What are some traditions that couples can instill either while dating or shortly after they get married to promote the health of their relationship? I think something that falls in line with tradition is good habits mm-hmm. uh i mean it's not really tradition as much because it doesn't usually come yearly but, but doing de- devos at least weekly if you're dating uh together uh and really intentionally going through something that you can both encourage each other on if that is your uh 
religious outlook. And then if you, if that isn't maybe doing something beneficial to your body, like going for a run with each other or a walk with each other or going to the park with each other, uh, just to spend some quality time away from the normal, because it's so easy to go and watch a movie together or go to each other's house and just sit down on the couch and watch a movie or play playing games is fun too. That's a good tradition to have. I think going out and doing something that is away from the normal really benefits the couple and uh, can help each other also bring up topics that you might not normally talk about. And I think that's why in our relationship we do an out-of-town date yeah. once a month. That's so so nice. that's kind of a tradition too. That is, yeah. We've formed it into a very monthly tradition. Yeah. Uh, which is so beneficial for us because... We get to see new things. We get to learn something new, usually. And, and we have the entire drive to talk to each other. And God bless our little girl. She <laughs> does not always let us have those more thought-provoking conversations when she's in the car with us. But thankfully, we also have grandparents who are willing to watch her. Yes. And some of those out-of-town visits, we uh, leave them with, or leave her with them. And it's nice to be able to have some alone time together. Yes. Um, uh, that that would be probably my number one tip for couples to do is a if if you're married, <clears throat> two out town dates a month, and then one in town and then one out of town date if you can afford it, and that's just like weekly things you can do just to get out of the normal. Cycle. Also, a mental check in with your partner. You, yeah, every single time we have a date, we do a hey, how are you mentally? Mm-hmm. so that we can understand each other's mind and how we're thinking, how we're feeling in the moment. and Because that's just such a thing that is overlooked, I think, within relationships and really what leads to this built-up anxiety of uh, not understanding your spouse like mm-hmm. or your significant other. You just, if you're not understanding their mental state... You can't relate to them and you can't really understand where they're coming through from, especially if they're getting upset about something. You're just like, why are they getting upset about this? Well, if you knew what their mental state was, you might be able to understand that. Yeah, and I think there's a certain vulnerability that you're able to access when it's just the two of you and it helps you process things maybe you haven't yeah. fully gone through by yourself and you can help your partner in that way. Yeah, I think that's a beautiful thing about it for sure. Maybe. All right, what else about traditions? I don't think you need to keep up every tradition you had when you were growing up. Yeah, if you're doing it just for the sake of your family name and it's stressing you out, you probably shouldn't do it. Yeah, like <laughs> Jesse's family has the tradition of naming their children with the initials JLK. Which is wonderful it's It's, cute it's it's precious it's precious and they've done it for two generations or three generations technically it's not necessarily the only way to do it though because as much as it is like a fun cool family tradition names are pretty important Mm -hmm. kids have them for the rest of their lives and i love my name and i think my brothers love their names and my cousins as well i'm definitely not saying that naming a certain way is a wrong thing to do because you, there's so many names out there you can pick three letters and make a thousand different names however giving you that limited ability might not be get you to the name you truly want to name your child 
Right. And I think about Cousin Kelly. Yeah. She is a Kellogg. Yeah. And obviously, if her first name's Kelly, she is not a JLK. It's something weird that my family did as well, is they didn't really hold it to the girls. Yeah. Which kind of feels like almost like a outsider type of thing. But I don't think that was intended. I think it was just, I think Aunt Je- Aunt, uh, Uncle Jeff and Aunt Shelley just said, well, we don't want to name her a J name. And we're going to choose Chuck and Kelly. Because Aunt Jen is J. Mm-hmm, but she's J-A. J-A, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, even still, regardless of, of how, the point I think we're, we're trying to get to is, don't, don't, do don't do it just because your family yeah, did. Exactly. It's not necessary. Do it because it's right for you. And even if you are kind of given opposition because of it, that happens within family, especially generational things. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be opposition in general for your spouse because they're coming into a family that doesn't know them yet. The spouse is probably going to be an outsider for a bit. And that's that's kind of natural the way it goes about because especially if a family's tight knit yeah um in general your immediate focus in your your want and desire should be to benefit and love on your immediate family which is you the and people your who live spouse. in your house yeah yeah that whoever. can be children pets mm-hmm. partners that's what's important yeah. and that's what you're you are given the responsibility of taking care of that should be a tight priority always Regardless of what everyone else is saying around you. We've gone through a lot of different... Like, even from the beginning of when we were wanting to get married, like, a lot of opposition to, hey, you shouldn't get married this quickly. Uh, why are you doing it this way? Why are you doing it this way? You should wait a little longer. And Why we, are you getting married here and, and now? We, yeah. But we decided to do it in the way we decided to do it. Because it was what was best for us. Yeah. Regardless of what other people said. And guess what? We're here five years later, and we are happier than ever. It's, We're closer and closer. I'm so glad to be married to you. Me I'm too. really glad we didn't wait longer than we Me did. Me too. In my mind, I'm like, I wouldn't have done any other way. Yeah. It, it, the way we did it was so purposeful. And you can ask our parents, like, when we want to do something, we get it done. Yeah. So, uh, We're just, very motivated. Yeah. We, we like to accomplish tasks and goals. We don't set loft, too lofty of a goal. No, we're very realistic and make achievable goals. And then work hard enough to make them yeah. well, we a do, reality. Like, I'm a business owner. Hope is a stay-at-home mom. And we're making do well... well. And it's not by our own power. No. We, it's by the grace of God. Oh, yeah. We attest our success in... in uh, the things that we do to to God's gracious blessings, but uh, not not saying a prosperity gospel or anything like that. It's just we trust Him. Yes. And so when we take a step, we trust that He's going to be able to take care of us. Yeah. And, and if that looks like me stepping up to the plate and doing more work, that's what it, that's what it takes. We're not handed money. <laughs> We're no. not just like handed dollar bills. I work harder to make us more money mm-hmm. so that we can live the life that we feel called to. Yeah. Uh, it's so much more than just, oh, thank you, God, for giving me a hundred thousand dollars out of the nowhere. Like that's that's not that doesn't happen. Uh, we yeah, are, and we don't give our time and money in order to get what God owes us. No, God doesn't owe us anything. God is completely self sufficient and perfect on His own. He doesn't need anything from us. No, but I'm so glad He is generous and gives back to us. Yeah, He is a gracious and loving God. He wants a relationship with us. 
which is kind of unfathomable them being perfect and all-knowing but uh, I still don't, I don't think I'll ever understand that until I'm actually able to ask him. <laughs> And, and then when you can't ask him, it's not going to matter. No, it won't matter. But uh, other traditions, uh, what, what else could we talk about within tradition that could be important? Oh, we can talk about how each year we get a new ornament for our tree that signifies what's been going on this year. That's good. Like when we started dating, we got Bernard and Bianca. Yes. And then we got our wedding one. And then we got our house one, and then yeah. our baby one, mm-hmm. and we have not gotten one for this year yet. What is going to be this year? I... Do you know what we did this year? We published a podcast. Ooh, maybe we could get a microphone. That would be good. We have started this podcast this year. We've been recording it since two and a half years ago, three yeah. years ago even. Uh but we have just now been able to have the time and energy and know-how and software and hardware to do it. and We didn't want to do it unless we were going to do it right. Yeah. We wanted to be able to be consistent, too. We didn't want to be missing a bunch of weeks in order to have people be like, oh, well, where's the next episode type of thing. So, And we but want to be able you, to be available, too. Yes. If you have ideas for episodes, please email us send us a dm yeah text us if you have our number we need more questions i think answering specific questions is something i would like to do almost Regularly. permanently yeah. uh because we can we can come up with a million different ideas for episode titles and episode topics like tradition but unless we're actually uh addressing specific situations we won't be able to help you as well yeah, general. it's going to be very general if we're just talking about our experience. Yeah, which is good for us because we can, you know, be able to process and be able to give you guys good ideas and remind ourselves of those good ideas. Mm-hmm. But we want to learn with you guys. So if you have a problem or an issue or something you need help with, we can learn along with you guys in that issue. Or maybe we've already been through that type of issue. Or on the flip side, if you have something you're celebrating and are Mm. so glad that has happened to you and you might be further along in your marriage than we are, Mm. we can learn from your experience. Good tips. Yes. Maybe we just do a tip episode like, hey, these are the good things to do within your marriage or your, your dating life. Yeah. That'd be great. Any other traditions? What does, like... What does it actually mean? What is a tradition? I think a tradition is something that generations hold dear uh, because there's some sort of nostalgic value behind it that we can come back to and celebrate each year. That's usually, I think, what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, There's not much more significance behind it than that because... They're very it is just, personal. It is so personal. So you can't just say, hey, everyone do this tradition. Like everyone, a lot of people do Christmas, right? Yeah. But it's very individual to each right. family. Like you didn't have monkey bread and I didn't read the story of Jesus' yeah. birth. No. But we both still celebrated Christmas. Yeah. So I think traditions should be more niche than just a celebration that everyone else does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Usually something that will be beneficial in the way of bonding Mm -hmm. and benefiting each other and encouraging each other rather than just uh, opening a present and being glad you got something. Yeah. Which is good, too. I think giving is a great portion of Christmas, and it is fun to give, and it is fun to get, too. It's not a bad thing to get. 
but there's something more to be to be had, I think, at those events than just that, just the normal. Right. And I think about Cookie Day because that is our longest running tradition. Yeah. I don't remember half of the cookies we made. Yeah, it's very hard to remember all of them. I do remember uh, the Andy's Mint Chocolate Chip Cookie because that is one of my favorite. But We do make that one pretty much every year. It's it's Connor's choice. But But what I do remember is, like, while cookies are baking or we're waiting for them to cool down, we'll play a game. Yeah. Or we'll eat lunch together and tell stories of what's been going on in our lives. And Mm -hmm. just having that family community fellowship time is what's really important to me yeah me too i think being together with family is just such a a a much more meaningful part of uh the year than a event like events something but if it's a bunch of strangers it's not fun it's the family that's there the people that you know the people that you're bonding with encouraging right and i feel like when you are doing big events it's more of a one-time thing like going to a concert you're not gonna see the same set list or sit next to the same people yeah that's interesting yeah i think concerts are one-time things yeah it's not tradition but it is an event uh that can be fun yeah i mean you might have like traditional road trip snacks like you always get gummy bears and goldfish Mm -hmm. yeah or there's that one musical what is it called? That they do like fan interaction with an audience. Rocky Horror. Rocky Horror. Yeah, pictures. Of, that's kind of traditional. Mm-hmm. But that's niche as well. Tradition we a, a tradition we do though, which is our Halloween party. Yes. Is very different than a normal Halloween party. Yeah, it's we don't do spooky. Never treaties. spooky. We don't even really do candy. No. We just do really fun themed food and a theme for the party. Yeah. This year it was Pixar themed. Oh, it was so cute. It was really fun. We had a, a bunch of our little friends over, four little kids and mm-hmm. uh, their parents, their parents and, and then your brothers, my brothers, and uh, it was just so much fun to be able to spend time with them, eat good food, we played yeah. Jackbox. All the costumes were so good this year, yes. and all the food matched the party theme which so doesn't good. usually happen hooked it amazing at picking up food thank you i put a lot of time into it she themed it so well we did ratatouille like the authentic italian ratatouille french french ratatouille is french? french really yes why do i think it's italian because it has tomatoes in it i don't know i think i feel like ratatouille in like a, a whole like felt Italian, but babes, he can see the Eiffel Tower from his that. apartment. I get that. What? Well, tell me then this: what separates French and Italian, in culinarily, much? I think the main difference is the herbs they use. Okay. I feel like French cuisine uses a lot more butter as well. Okay. And Italian Please. is also more um, Mediterranean, so it has a lot more fish mm. options. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't... I wouldn't re- recognize the difference if you told me. If you hadn't told me. But, anyways. Ratatouille. French ratatouille. Mm-hmm. Super good. It was authentic, and I made it. And it 
was really good. There's I don't like tomatoes. I don't like eggplant. I really enjoyed this ratatouille. And then uh, we had a pesto from Luca. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Bing Bong's candy. Bing Bong's Nemo's candy. fish are friends. It was so well themed, and it's just fun to be able to celebrate something like that. And e- even though like Halloween's all people are all about the scary part of it, like we're never about that. And no, even when we did like yeah. witches and wizards, it was like very wholesome. S- yeah, <laughs> Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and yeah not scary ever i think that's something to mention about tradition it's just because the world does it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean you have to celebrate the same way yes yeah uh that's a really important one i think because there are parts i think of traditions that are just not right like they're just kind of negative would you like to give an example halloween (laughs) halloween is sometimes gets taken to an extreme that's unhealthy yes uh I mean, if you are a believer of any sorts in, in Christianity, that God has not given us a spirit of fear, mm-hmm. but power and love and a sound mind. And fear is not something we should be celebrating. Yeah. You shouldn't elicit fear from others either. No. Like, no. don't go out with the intention of scaring someone. No, that's unkind. Really, in general. Yeah. I don't think... That's why I don't like pranks. Like, look in... Just look into your own moral soul for a second. Just be like, is getting scared or scaring someone ever a positive thing? Does it impact you in a good way that you're like, the next day I'm like, I feel like a better person? I don't think someone could honestly say that that it is. No. And I feel like people remember who scares them and how it's done. Yeah. And then kind of sees them in a more negative light, regardless of what their relationship looked like before. Yeah. And it's not because they were trying to be a bad person. It's just they were following a tradition. Yeah. And, and but it's a negative one. It mm-hmm. really is. As, you know, as lighthearted as you can put it. Uh, but I really don't like it. I don't like being scared. Small scares that are like, boo. I think that's kind of crazy coming around the door. But terrifying someone with a demon mask—that's like, that's morbid in 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 some ways, I believe. And also, like pranks that cause destruction. Mm, yeah. Like TPing someone's house or leaving poop on their door, like whatever terrible thing you're gonna do. <laughs> Why? 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 You're causing someone else harm. It's actually illegal. Good. It's destruction of property. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know. I feel like there's a lot more positive traditions, at least that we adhere to. We want to have a uplifting life for ourselves as well as those around us. Yeah. For sure. What else can tradition be good or bad for? Ooh. This is, like, so not holiday-related, but, like, the way you parent your children can be done from a lens of tradition. Like, making them finish their plate or spanking them or whatever bedtime routine they have. Mm. Mm. I think that's more habit 
tradition, but I think it falls under the same idea of repetitiveness. Yeah. Uh, or it, but it can fall into tradition when it comes to, like, everyone sits at the table until everyone's done with dinner. Mm-hmm. That's tradition. Um, right before bed, we brush our teeth. Yes. We pray. We sing so a like, little song. We sing a little song. And that's tradition. Uh, and I think it's beautiful. It's good to have tradition within family because even, like, I, I think it comes down to kind of like that idea of rest. Mm-hmm. Like, rest during the day. You rest at night, right? You can rest as in small breaks throughout the day. You rest at night. At the end of the week, you rest multiple days if you're a normal nine to five, five days a week person. And then in the year, you usually take a vacation. So, like, you have these periods of longer and longer rest and then shorter rest. And uh, same with tradition. You can do uh, that type of repetitiveness throughout the whole year. But sometimes it can be every day. Uh, Yeah. And you were talking about how traditions are very generationally based. mm -hmm. You are now singing songs to our child that your parents sing to you. Yes, show me your ways I grew up on. I don't even remember when I was first sung it. Uh, I'm sure it was before I could even understand. But uh, we used to be sung, saying it every single night by my mom, multiple times per night, usually. We'd ask for it multiple times. And we'd ask her to come back in, check on us, sing again, sing again. It's a beautiful song. Yeah. It's a very lovely, good closing tonight. It's not that... Uh, now I lay me down to sleep type of thing. It's it's a beneficial one that it's is encouraging. Encouraging, yeah. So any closing thoughts, my love? I would love to hear what traditions our listeners have. That would be cool. Maybe there's some things that you do that we could implement into our family. That'd be great. Yeah, this podcast is about learning for us, too. Yeah, and I want it to be a two-way relationship. I don't want to just for sure. talk to the microphone and yeah. send it, it out gets, into the world. It gets kind of monotonous. It feels like you're just speaking out of wall at that point. I enjoy talking to Hope either way, so you guys can never respond. I'd still do this, but... Uh, we we want to add more love to the mix. Yes, for sure. But in order to do that, you can write to us at what's mine is yours podcast at gmail.com or we me pod underscore pod at instagram and twitter we're also on facebook at what's mine is yours podcast mm-hmm. and uh you can just write us at any any place there we'll respond to any of it and uh, include it maybe in another episode if you'd like us to and if you do want to remain anonymous we can do that too that is true we want to eventually include a Patreon for some extra content, maybe some videos. Some recipes. Some recipes, maybe some behind the scenes of how I do work. Um, and maybe even some DIY tips on how to furnish your house or um, You'll get the Andy's and, Candies cookie day recipe. That's right. And uh, probably you'll get the Trimbley Queen's recipe. <laughs> Our ratatouille. How I make popcorn. Oh, Guys, that's enough to sign up for it right there. <laughs> uh, and, but we'll do that probably within the next two months. But uh, until then, we appreciate you listening and taking your time out of your day to learn something with us. Thanks for being here. We'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. Next time. Goodbye.